Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the pod of the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now I know that what you're thinking, there are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this podcast, it's one too. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room is the lovely Tanya. And online we have Matt and Victor. Hey, welcome guys. How are you doing tonight? Very don't, well. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, don't all speak at once. <laughs> or at least say the same thing. This is an we'll, auspicious we'll start. Yeah, we'll, we'll find our pecking order, exactly. <laughs> we still don't know who's funny enough to start. So... Uh, Thank you for joining and uh, and for agreeing to do this. Um, it's been something I wanted to do for a while, and uh, we just didn't have the right subject matter for it, so hopefully we found it. Uh, so we're going to start off by saying, you know, this is going to be a weekly, hopefully weekly podcast where we're going to uh, do some recaps of the great Canadian show called Letter Kenny, and I know there's some dissenters in the room uh, that, <laughs> that don't think so. Uh, and hopefully we're going to change some minds here. Uh, so great is yet to be determined, right? Exactly. So just a little bit of background. Uh, Victor, Matt, and I, we've, we've kind of done some podcasting in the past. And actually, it was Matt who turned me on to Letter Kenny a, a while ago. So, Tanya, you can blame Matt. Thank um, you. He mentioned You're it welcome. one day. He said, hey, uh, you should watch this show, Letter Kenny. And I, uh, at the time, I didn't have access to it. I didn't have Crave, so I couldn't watch it at the time. So, yeah, that sounds great. Maybe I will. And uh, the more I heard about it, the more I saw it, the more like, I think this could be a show that I could enjoy. So finally got a ch- uh, chance to watch it. And when I watched it, I just started slicing through it. Like I've, got, I've seen ev- all eight, eight seasons. Uh, Matt, I think you've seen them all as well. Uh, no, actually, I've only seen the first six seasons, I believe, and I remember very little, to be honest. It's been a while, but I'm excited to go through it again and uh, rehash the moments I loved and the moments I hate, because, you know, I mean, what I'll say admittingly, I mean, I, I really enjoy the show, but there's definitely some elements I'm in between on, so I, I'm excited to see if my opinion changes on it and uh, find those golden nuggets again. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun run. Okay, so you've seen most of it, but you're you're on the fence, Victor. I think you said you saw uh, the first season only, correct? Yeah, but it was a long time ago, so I remember nothing. Uh, all, all I know is there's a couple of dumb hockey hockey dudes and uh, that speak funny, and <laughs> so that was it. amusing. Yeah, that's it, man. and uh, yeah, so so that's what I enjoyed, and uh, that's why I'm, I w- I want to continue watching it. All right, and <laughs> you know it has nothing to do with hockey, though the show, right? Well, it's, uh, that's that's what I hear. Hockey that's is one hear, quarter yeah. of it. Uh, there's there's uh, other stuff, and then uh, for, for I, me, a quarter is pretty big. I, I don't want to speak for Tanya, but I'll just say this: that uh, when I started watching this episode, uh, th- this show. Uh, one day, uh, by the way, Tanya's my wife, so uh, <laughs> we live together. So she came downstairs, and uh, I was watching the fa- the fart book oh, episode, God. and she, and basically, I think she, her her words were, "What the fuck are you watching?" Yes. Uh, and uh, it's been downhill from there. So she's a skeptic on this podcast. She's the one whose mind we really have to change, or I have to change, I guess, because uh, I don't think uh, Matt or Victor are one hundred percent on board. Um, well, well, to be honest, I have to say, to be honest, the real reason I was intrigued by it is because, uh, and I think I shared this with you before, Alice, I love the show Corner Gas and um, Less Than Kind. Uh, and I think Less Than Kind was only one season, but uh, Corner Gas, I love both of those shows. And I was hoping that Letter Kenny would be kind of in the same spirit as those shows. So, uh, so we'll see. 
Yeah. See, yeah, and I, I mean, enjoyed, if, if Canadian, sorry, go ahead, Daniel. I enjoyed Corner Gas too, but I compared this show more so to like, what was it, Trailer Park Boys? Like yeah. it was yeah, that, that kind of I, level I can, I can of, of stupidity. Yeah, yeah, like that's, it was that's just, fine. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I can't bring myself to that kind of level of mind numbingness. So, I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge Trailer Park Boys fan. I never really got into it. My, my brother was a big fan, oh, bigger God, fan, yeah. but I, I never got into it. But I love Letterkenny. And I know, and I'm going to admit right now, it's lowbrow. For sure, it's lowbrow. But my mm-hmm. argument is it's also very smart. And it's also like one of the most inclusive and important shows to come out of Canada. And and maybe yeah. maybe I missed something about the Trailer Park Boys, but I didn't see that kind of stuff in it. I was a Corner Gas fan. I liked it. Uh, I thought I always con- compared it to it was like the Canadian version of Seinfeld. It was basically a show about nothing, uh, and but it took place in the prairies. And uh, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look at a lot of the Canadian content out there, we always go low budget. I mean, we don't have the the big dollars that they do to the south of us, but we create a lot of very unique, uh, clever writing uh, style shows. And Letterkenny is definitely one of those gems that came out of all this. Um, so I'm glad that it's got the attention it does. And I mean, the the ratings are beyond what they ever imagined with that kind of with this show. And I mean, it's, it's... You, I don't know if you know anything about the history. It started off as just a web series. That's right. It was a it was. A, the five episode web series back in like 2013 and it wasn't until 2016 that crave actually picked it up and signed them for season and that's where it took off from there and then this cult following just took off and now eight seasons later here we are so it's funny you bring up that web series and web series was called letter kenny problems and i actually have the very first episode of that series i'm going to play for us now (laughs) yeah here we go you heard some city gals talking about paying to get their pubic hair ripped out with wax Tell you what, grab a cow by the tail. They'll kick you in the box for free if that's what you're into. Friend's barn cat had kittens, so you took one, but fuck is it stunned. Your friends are out picking off groundhogs down the side road and they want you to come, but your dad's got the 22 and your gas tank's dry as a fart. Your pert near popped a street meat vendor after the Jays game last night for selling you a venison, dog. Ain't no goddamn way that was venison. You drove down to Buffalo to watch the Leafs play and sure gas is cheap, but fuck, they don't even have all dressed chips in that shithole. It's a girl from up country you kind of like, but she's a mouth breather and you heard her brother smokes meth. If you had as many bucks in your wallet as bucks mounted on your wall, you'd have, well, give or take six bucks. You piss outside as much as the dog does. Tim's, McDonald's, and beer store are all closed on Christmas Day, and that's about your whole fucking world right there. You had half your finger cut off one of three ways. Bike chain, bandsaw, penalty box door. Pack coyotes come right up the back porch the other night because your dog's in heat, and you know those fucking yellow-eyed bastards go right through the screen door if they're horny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't get any more oh. any more Canadian than that, and I feel like one of the big things we're going to do on this show because uh, right now uh, Letterkenny is, is is blowing well, not blowing up, but it's it's getting popular in the states because it's moved from Crave to Hulu, so there's a lot more Americans watching it. And I feel like uh, it's going to be up to us to kind of translate some of that Canadian Canadian slang. Can you translate it? For yeah, me? <laughs> yeah, we might have to translate it for Tanya too. So I think what we should do is, is if we go through this, I mean, there's a ton of slang words. I've even looked up online. There's like lists of the slang that comes out of this show i think each week we should almost have a feature slang word that we can educate people on what they're saying keep them up to speed as we go through it um it's funny i mean i don't again i don't know how much research you've done i mean jared uh jared kiso who's the who plays wayne the wing uh, the main character there i mean he's also the creator of this of this thing. that's right and, yeah um they they talk about it being loosely based on his time growing up in listal ontario um if you don't know where that is it's about 45 minutes north 
east of uh, sorry northwest of Kitchener. Uh, but funny enough, the actual show is shot five hours north of that up in Sudbury. Um, so it, it's very homegrown, um, and and a lot of like the the lingo and things you hear in that are really again loosely based, but 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 it's supposed to be inspired by some of his uh, his experiences growing up. Yeah, I saw an interview of of, of uh, Jeff Jerk Kiso on Q on on uh, CBC Radio, and he mentioned a lot of the slang. Uh, he said about fifty fifty of it is is slang that they used uh, growing up in Listowel, and and the other fifty percent is is all made up. So yeah, uh, it's it, made up. Yeah, well, some of it, but but the thing is, so the stuff that I catch, uh, I know, and and you know, Listowel. I, I grew up in a town that was maybe twice the size of Listowel. Um, but there was, there's definitely a lot of that kind of terminology and that slang when I was growing up. And, uh, and I also know a few people who, for example, uh, the Squirrely Dan character who, uh, you know, adds S's needlessly to the end of words. I know people like that. Like there's, there's so much. And the funny thing about that, and we'll go into it, I'm sure the most hick character on the show is actually the one guy from Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not even he, he didn't even grow up in that kind of surrounding but uh yeah it's pretty funny. Love it. Uh so yeah, uh that's a great idea. I like that you know we can maybe pick one or two terms that pop up in an episode and and try to explain it uh maybe to Tanya and in explaining it to Tanya we'll we'll explain it to yourselves uh, to everyone else. <laughs> we got to educate the masses as we go along, right? Exactly. Gosh. Um, so a lot of the research that I did anyway was courtesy of uh, letterkenny.fandom.com. It's, it's a lot of great stuff on that, so I'll probably be getting most of my factoids from there. It's a it's a wiki, and there's a lot of great stuff on there. For example, uh, the music on the show is really good. Like uh, I'm I'm, and so the uh, website gives will will uh, list all of the the featured songs on each episode. So I think we can have some fun with that too. Just kind of talking about the music that they use on the show. What do you think? Is it all homegrown? Uh, it's hard to to pin down whether it's all uh, Canadian or not. I know, for example, the um, uh, the uh, theme. Uh, where is it? Yeah, the theme song is called Who's, Who Needs a Girl Like You by a band called Indian Wars. And I didn't really, I don't know, Matt, if you looked them up at all. I don't know if they're no. Canadian. I saw that title, but no, I haven't looked up the group. Well, the thing is, they're not even on, like, I couldn't find them on Spotify. The only place I could find this song by them was on youtube and another song by them that's also used in the show and it's also just on youtube it's not um like if they have a release it was a very small release so uh maybe these you know these bands that they're picking are like friends of theirs or uh who knows but it'll be interesting to kind of dive more into that it's there's some really fun uh, some really weird music in it too i think (laughs) i think uh victor you may like some of it but uh you may not like all of it that's all right. Just knowing I'm your open. musical taste. Uh, so yeah, Sorry. you mentioned uh, Matt that the creator is uh, Jared Kiso. He plays yep. Wayne, the the main guy. Uh, yes. And the co-creator, writer, and producer Jacob Tierney. He's the guy who plays the pastor Glenn. on the show, Pastor Glenn. Pastor so, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, he's also a very interesting character. Yes, and I, we, it's funny because when I was when I was looking this up, I assumed, I mean, just my assumption that that it would have been Daryl, his buddy there, um, that was was the other creator. Um, but when I found out it was Glenn, that's that, that kind of caught me off guard, but I, but it excited me as well. I mean, Glenn's a really interesting character to follow. Um, got his own flavor that he brings to the show, um, 
and again, the writing is just brilliant in this. So it's it's just funny to watch it all come together. And like I said, I'm excited to go through it again. Yeah, it is weird because you're right. Daryl is the character who's in the original web series, Letterkenny Problems. Um, yeah. And he's also on the show, the guy who's always wearing the, the one-piece jumpsuit. <laughs> um, but, but it's but it's uh, Jacob Tierney who's who's the co-writer. And it's just the two of them writing. So it is a very small production, well, small-ish production. By Canadian yeah. standards, it's probably massive. But uh, by, you know, normal North American TV standards, it's small. Uh, so you've got well, the, the two writers and the and the one writer is also the producer. Yeah, and what I found out, again, I mean, I will say none of this is absolute fact. I mean, the good old Dr. Google helps us along the journey as we go. Um, but when, when I was curious about why they chose the Sudbury area to do a lot of the shooting, and, and the only facts that I seemed to land on was apparently that area, like a lot of areas, you know, have all kinds of um, – funding efforts that they do to try to encourage people and, and, and bring uh, productions like this up their way. Um, so there's a lot of benefits and grants that they can benefit from. So there's some assumptions that they definitely took advantage of that um, is what positioned them up in the Sudbury area. Yeah. And I mean, already I want to go up to, I've never wanted to go to Sudbury and now I want to go cause I hear they do like letter Kenny tours. <laughs> it, it's a unique town for sure. I, I, <laughs> I have a can't wait. To live up there. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's they, basically, they have a nickel it's, it's, mine that's what i know yeah it's a city built on our town or whatever you want to call it built on a big rock is basically what the fuck it is right and that and they've got the giant nickel and that's where the moon landing was shot too yeah <laughs> T- totally <laughs> Brilliant. right victor oh man that's uh, correct Anyway, so an, another segment I was thinking we can do because uh, the whole the, throughout the whole show, Wayne, the the main character, he always has these kind of rules or words of wisdom that he goes by, and I'm thinking we can probably use that as a segment too. Wayne's words of wisdom, they like the alliteration on the show, so I'm gonna put that down as something we can do. This is, by the way, a production meeting. Everyone's listening in on. Uh, we're we're just kind of deciding what this podcast is gonna listen, sound like as we move forward. So. Uh, yeah, any ideas, uh, you know, are more than welcome. Victor, what do you think? You want to do a hockey segment? I mean, I'm totally <laughs> expecting Victor to take this I'm... off course. <laughs> to, sorry, what was that? I, I, well, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, well, uh, we could do anything. Uh, I can, uh, you know, I made a new friend over the last couple of weeks. I, um, I got an amp, a new amp. But it's a smart amp. It's an amp that jams with you. So it, it's it's it. You start playing. It starts to listen to what you're doing, and then gives you a drum beat and a bass line. What? And starts jamming along with you. Get it? Is it like it's a karaoke I'm, amp for guitarists? <laughs> but it's not karaoke. It's it follows you. karaoke. You follow the key, the the machine. The, it, this the machine follows you. That sounds crazy. It's a whole twist so, on, on the whole thing. So do yeah. you want to do like a Mark Mark Marin thing where you where you play a little uh, guitar thing at the end of an, an episode like Mark Marin does on his podcast? Is that what you want to do? Um, I didn't know that he does that, but uh, yeah, I'm game. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a guitar here now, but I can certainly set that up. All right. Well, we'll have to. Yeah, maybe you can learn the uh, the riff to the Letterkenny uh, theme, and then we can just have yeah. you play us in. I was just gonna say that we need some riffs coming from Victor. Yeah, yeah we can music. do that. I mean, we've got, I mean, we've got a couple musical talents here in the house uh, for those listening in here. Uh, Mister Mister Al is also a musician, so uh, yeah, but I'm not gonna I sing. So things, I, I expect great things, guys. Oh, great! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Letterkenny duet. Yeah. What are you drinking? Al, Al's got the pipe, so. 
Well, yeah, I don't know if, if we'll have any singing segments, uh, but uh, thanks. I'll, I'll just uh, use the pipes for the, the hosting duties. And yeah. I was also thinking we can, uh, as we go along, we can just kind of like rank our, individually rank our favorite episodes. Uh, I'd be interested to find out because I already know and I've got in mind what mine are. And I even tried playing a few to Tanya, you know, when I was trying to convince her that it was a good show. Uh, failed miserably. Um, so... So on that note, hold on. We need to, we need, Tanya, you need to get in this for a second. How did he convince you to do this? Because the first thing he led with, he said, bring in Tanya in. Um, she doesn't like the show or she, she's not sold on it. So why would she want to do a, a podcast? So I'm really curious to know your angle and how he convinced you to take part in this nonsense. Alan has a, a strange um, voodoo way over me to like convince me of things that I didn't know that I necessarily wanted to do maybe. Um, so yeah, this whole thing twice if you need help. Yeah, I, I know. Exactly, I, right? I bribed her. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is his, um, next ditch effort or last ditch effort to try to convince me that the show is good. And, and, uh, he's wrapped it up in a podcast kind of way to force me to watch the show and try to gang up on me to convince me that this is a good show. Well, as you can see, there's no ganging up involved because uh, <laughs> apparently uh, Matt and or Victor are also not 100% on board. So we'll see. There you go. So maybe we'll convince you that it's not a good show. But by the end of this, <laughs> I want to take this podcast on the road up to Sudbury and we oh, can all dear. four of us do the Letter Kenny tour after all the social distancing oh, is done. What gosh. do you guys think? <laughs> Okay, I said yes to the YouTube uh, to the podcast. I'm not sure I'm taking a, a trip for the letter letter Kenny road trip. No, I'm not sure of it. Um, oh, there's got to be some sort of line. <laughs> what what Victor's got a, a what's that an emu in the background? We're, we're doing Allegedly, my, a Microsoft Teams chat, and, and Victor's keeps on changing the background to his uh, to his video, um, and there's an emu behind him. <laughs> It's allegedly an email. Oh, that's right. That's that's very <laughs> apropos. I feel like I should take a screenshot of this. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to. Uh, alt, print, screen. Where is it? All right, oh. good. So I know this is a production-style meeting, but I think for those, if there's anyone listening in who's never watched the show, which is probably rare, but in case someone stumbles across this, we need to set the stage. What is the show about? Give us... Let's talk the very high level about what what's going on before we start getting into the episodes. That sounds that's a good idea. So, I mean, the show opens with with the the characters on screen. Letter Kenny consists of Hicks, Skids, hockey players, and Christians. These are their problems, and I mean that's a good. So every episode it seems gets kind of divided into four parts, right? There's the Hicks, which is uh, Wayne and his buddies are on around the produce stand. Uh, there's the skids, which are the, the drugged out guys who are dancing out in front of a, where, where are they? The liquor store or something? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> the convenience the they're always store. dancing. Yeah. Uh, they're always <laughs> dancing to, to whatever kind of music that nope, is. Something, yeah, something ridiculous. There's the hockey players. Oh, jungle. I think it might be jungle or drum and bass stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just all sorts of things. Yeah, and they're all like goth and, and stuff. Uh, there's the um, hockey players. Yeah, they're they're Victor's favorite there, uh, and yes. then there's the Christians. Although kind of later in the seasons, we we don't get as much of the Christians because anyway, we'll, you'll see why. But um, yeah, so it's kind of each episode seems to kind of center around those four groups of people. 
And, yeah, uh, it's small town Ontario and their problems. Yeah. Uh, and so listening to Jared Kiso kind of talk about um, talk about it on cue again, like he talks about, I mean, the reason I love this show is just how inclusive it is and, and how um, it, they're making fun of each other. But in the end, they're, they always kind of band together because they're all from the same town. They all come from the same place. Uh, and that's kind of a, an endearing part of the show, I find. Because, uh, you yeah. know, throughout the whole episode, they could be at each other's throats. But in the end, if one of them needs help, they're they're quick to help, which is kind of a, a nice uh, description of how society should be and unfortunately isn't. So that's that's one of the reasons why I, I love this show. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is, is unique, I think, is, is one word I would use. It's nothing like I've ever seen before. The fast-talking, quick pace to it. I mean, I'll admittedly, I lose it sometimes. It, it gets beyond you really quickly with all the slang and, and a lot of the nonsense. And, and like I said, a lot of it's made up. So it's it's hard to follow at times, but there's brilliance in amongst the writing. Um, and inclusiveness is definitely the top um, element there. I mean, there's no topic out of range for them. But they handle them all very well, um, with with and without offense, but um, w- with direction. And it's it's just really you need to see how it all comes together. Yeah. Can, so Jared, I mean, it, it definitely something catches you off guard, but it's it's an acquired taste to some. Yes. Um, but if you get beyond the the format and and it, there's a lot of great content there to follow. And Jared Kiso says that in his interview, he said we we're, we're mean with each other. But there's no bullying. We don't like as, as soon as it, it feels like it's c- coming close to being like to bully bullying. They, that's where they kind of draw their line. Uh, and uh, I know they, they 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 come up to that line quite a bit, but they don't seem to ever th- cross it. Well, I think yeah. episode one, scene one starts with the bullying. Yeah, if I recall correctly. Well, it starts with them jabbing at each other, and 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 one of the best. I mean, the the the, the my favorite line in the whole show happens uh, in episode one, and and I'll have that clip next week, uh, to or I don't know if it will be next week, maybe in a couple of weeks. It depends because uh, we we have vacation next week, but uh, I'll have to see if I can convince Tanya to do this. Somehow Thursday I'm morning. doing a podcast and going on a field trip and doing my vacation with Letterkenny. So uh, we'll. Uh, Covid times. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see whether we record next week. Hopefully we do. But uh, yeah, uh, you're right. It's episode one, scene one of episode one starts with them jabbing at each other. But uh, I don't think it gets to bullying. I, 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 does it end in a Donnybrook though? I don't recall. <laughs> uh, no, not no, not in a Tilly. It doesn't end in a Tilly. Uh, but okay. other episodes do. There's a lot of fighting in it. So Victor, other than the hockey stuff, uh, what what are you looking forward to? Uh, just to really understand what the tone of the show is, because, um, you know, you know, the fir- first time I watched it was really more out of, uh, oh, some, you know, shiny new object that potentially could be very interesting. But I didn't really, um, you know, sit down and really try to uh, it's it's you know, I didn't binge through it. So I was watching sporadically. So I, you know, I think what I'm looking to kind of to get is what is the spirit of the show and um, I'll try to kind of understand the characters a little more. So it's not just the caricatures right. of, of what I recall. So I'm looking forward to that. And also I'm looking forward to not feeling stupid because I do remember myself watching some, some of the scenes thinking, are there people that understand what's happening right now? Cause I don't <laughs> think I understand what is happening right now. Yeah, well, um, and the irony of people that I think are dumber than me 
saying things that I don't understand. So <laughs> <laughs> characters, characters, and and you know what? It's funny because yeah. the the characters are pretty two dimensional. Like they're they're caricatures. Each one of them has their own kind of characteristics, and they don't really get too deep past their yeah. their characters. But for some reason, they're still kind of really good characters. I find. Yeah. They're consistent with their gimmicks and, yeah. um, and you know, you might seem annoying, but it's not cause you're, you're ready for it and you expect it and they just play off their, their gimmicks that they build into the show. Yeah. Um, and it works. Yeah. And Tanya, dare I ask if you're looking forward to any of this? <laughs> She's shaking her head. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I, I'm having a hard time. She's just going to have a glass of wine and listen <laughs> listen to us talk about it. And every once in a while, she's going to make fun of us for oh, how, how we're geeking out she'll, on it. She'll be waiting for the musical segment. For sure. <laughs> you know what? You know what? But I'm looking forward to you guys changing my mind. I'm look, if, if this is as big of, of a, a show as you guys are saying it is and as um, going as, as big as it is in the States. And they're big in Australia. They're oh, big in, okay. uh, in, uh, in this, they're getting big in the States and in some places, Texas loves them. Apparently. Um, I, Tanya, I'll have, you know, I had no idea that this show was bigger than it was two years ago. I had no idea that it's growing in momentum. So <laughs> this is all news. Is this to me. like a cult favorite sort of thing? It's, 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 it's a bit of a cult following, I think, but I, but I also think because, uh, I don't know what season Matt, maybe, you know, did they go from Crave to Hulu? Because Crave is a Canadian yeah. streaming service, so the uh, the states wouldn't have had Crave. But once they went to Hulu, that's when they kind of uh, started getting notoriety down in the states. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't know. But but what I would say, um, and if, if if it gives you any peace of mind, I think the arrangement that we've just created is very <laughs> similar to the top four we have on the show. You know, we've got it's it's a mainly male. Um, cast in the show for sure, but you've definitely got the female, the Katie in there in the mix. So you got your top four, you got the the Wayne, the Daryl, and the Dan with Sister Katie standing by to balance them all out. So, <laughs> I mean, our dynamic here, if you want to pull it out, th- there's a bit of that going on. So what are you saying? Uh, is, that's what he appreciates about you. Oh, why, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're bringing that, that, that female perspective to this yes. nonsense. You're so the Katie. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> well, wait until you find out more about Katie's character, though. You may not be thanking him. <laughs> oh, dear. I just keep on having those, those flashbacks to that fart book where they had people auditioning their farts i'm sorry are, am i moving too far ahead into i believe that's episode alert, two or episode alert. three I, yeah I, <laughs> audition I, farts. look like I'm, I'm gonna my... i'm gonna admit to you now that one there that was probably one of my least favorite episodes oh thank god but they they do like hammering on a joke for for a bit <laughs> yeah and, and i think that's what i said to you i'll do i mean like I've watched, I think, six six seasons or seven seasons. Um, the first couple I loved. There was a, sort of a, I, I would say, a slower patch in the middle somewhere where I lost interest. And then it picked up again. Yeah. Um, some of the later seasons that I caught, they were just, I think it might have been season six. And I'm like, that was just brilliant from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. I'll remember when I get there. But there, there's definitely, it's a bit of a roller coaster with some of the content. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. And we'll see that we go through it. I agree with that analysis. Uh, season one was great. It hooked me in. There's a few, yeah, dead spots, but then it picked up again. And I can't wait for the next season. So I guess the next season will be season nine. And I'm wondering if that'll be the last season, actually, because when they got when they went to Hulu, they got picked up, I think, for three more seasons. So season nine may be the last one. Hopefully not, though. Let's uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. 
And, and it's challenging because they're short seasons too. Yeah. I mean, most most shows these days range anywhere from eight to twelve episodes. I would say this one's six. Yeah, six episodes a season. So it's not. It, it won't be too torturous. <laughs> Let's uh, do the math real quick in my head. That's forty-eight episodes, half-hour episodes. Uh, Fifty-four. Oh, for math. What? But I mean, just for, I mean, at worst case, Annie, you have to endure fifty-five <laughs> episodes of this. Fifty-four? What? Not oh, because nine. I was thinking eight times eight, like episodes that have, have already been created. There's, what is my math? Are they wrong? still, are they still shoot filming? Yeah, there's the going to be another season. Wow. So, um, is fifty-four forty from? Oh Sudbury? wait. Are we still working on the math, boys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what Matt's drinking. Fifty-four episodes, but then you're right. There's six episodes a season, and eight times six is 48. Okay, oh, thank a God. I thought I, seven. I thought I was there losing my marbles. Oh, there's a few no. seasons that are, that are seven? Okay. No, just just season seven. So now, no, the math on IMDb is not making sense right now. Oh, it's all right. There's enough season to keep us busy for a while. <laughs> we'll leave it at that, and we'll, uh, we're not here to do math. We're here to talk... Uh, Letter Kenny. So let's get back to the topic, guys. All right. So I've got. So here we. I have four segments so far: Canadian slang, music, Wayne's words of wisdom, and favorite episodes. And Victor is going to do something on his new guitar contraption. So are we to have homework, watch an episode, and then come back and then discuss that episode? Yeah, that's 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 how it's going to run. Uh, each ep- each week, we'll uh, w- we'll all watch one episode, make sure it's the same episode, and. Uh, <laughs> And the same show. And the same show. And then we'll we'll come back and we'll I'll, I'll try to have some clips uh, ready and loaded, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll dissect it and talk about it and have some fun with it. Yeah, I think I think also we should target um, periodically bringing a guest or something onto the show. I mean, not anybody special, but just someone who has another opinion on something. You so know, maybe we could find someone who has lived the the small town experience and has some insight on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, as an example. Well, so, actually, when when I when I when I spoke to Victor about uh, the idea of doing this, he came up with an interesting idea, and was it was to have uh, William, his son, who's uh, how old's William? Seventeen now? Sixteen? What? He's going to be seventeen, July thirtieth. Yeah. And that would be an interesting uh, uh, point of view because we're all around the same age, and uh, to have like uh, you know a, a teenager, that might be interesting to maybe have his opinion. He maybe. He would appreciate humor, some of the humor, maybe differently or from a different perspective. <laughs> oh, I know he would, and and he's not short on opinion. He's not. Well, he <laughs> I wonder where he gets that from. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know because I've uh, interviewed him before, and uh, yes, he's very opinionated. Which, which, so Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's great. So that Love was an, that was a that was an interesting idea. We can maybe try that if uh, if he'd be interested. We should cold call yeah, I, somebody from yeah. Sudbury and see if they want to come on. I, I was going to say, I have a friend that kind of grew up in Sudbury, so. <laughs> we find a random person from Listel. Yeah. <laughs> see if they really talk that way. Yeah. Right? I think they, well, apparently they do. Uh, Emily from work, uh, and we won't mention last names or where we work, but she's from that area, and she says that, that uh, it, it's, it's, it's about right. Yeah, Jerry Kiso talks about that in a couple of interviews where a lot of the, the things you hear, yeah, are, are directly taken from the way they speak. A lot of the things that are just like slurred together as one big, like one word is actually a full sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, terms like I think Donnie Brook and some of that comes from there as well. So some of them are. And then, yeah, like you said it's about a 50-50. A lot of it's made up and just embellishment on the show uh, for entertainment purposes. 
and maybe we should mention where we're all coming from, right? So, Victor, you, you live in Toronto in the city, and, and Matt, you're in the city as well, but you're originally from the East Coast, right? Uh, well, sorry. No, I, I'm from the Toronto area. My family's all East Coast, oh, so okay. I've spent a lot of time out East, right. um, but, but I wouldn't claim to be uh, from a small town or of anything <laughs> close. Right. So, so, <laughs> so in Victor and Matt, we have kind of the city view. Uh, well, wait a second. If we're going original, I'm not anywhere near from here. <laughs> all right, but okay, I know I understand. You're from you're from the Eastern Bloc, but that how old were you when you came over? I was eight. Yeah, you, so you grew up here. Your formative years were here. You're, I think what's important is where did you spend your teenage years? Exactly. I spent eight years in the Soviet Union. I have some very strong perspectives. <laughs> so, uh, but... <laughs> and he's stubborn, eh? Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> this will be good. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm probably the one who grew up the closest to the kind of life that would have been portrayed in Listowel, being in, uh, growing up in the marsh. Um, and I and I do have some friends who... who fit the fit the uh, description and tanya's just a little bit uh no, you know south of me closer to the city but you know gta area but not exactly a city girl either so th that's kind of the perspective we're bringing to this show nice so we can uh create a spectrum yeah it's a bit of a spectrum put ourselves on it yeah <laughs> nice all right but just to dig a little <laughs> deeper matt do you speak newfie <laughs> I understand it. There you go. That we'll need your assistance then on the show, I believe. <laughs> well, but it's not Newfie. Absolutely. It's it's Ontario. It's funny. It's Ontario. So, it, so comparing it to, for example, small little hole in Ontario. Yeah. Cor in so corner, corner gas had kind of a, I don't know, like more of a homogenized Canadian accent. Yeah. Trailer Park Boys was definitely kind of like East Coast. It's funny watching this, though. There's definitely a way that Ontario, especially rural Ontario, speaks. And, and it's very apparent in this show. It's different. It's different from, from uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys or from Corner Gas, I'd say. So what I can say about Trailer Park Boys, and um, funny enough, my sister-in-law actually at some point lived in the trailer park that they originally shot the, the first couple seasons. Mm -hmm. And she will stand by the fact that that is not true. No, <laughs> but I mean, there, there's definitely some places that reflect that. Let's, let's leave it. That. It's well. <laughs> so growing up in a town where I grew up, where there was a lot of Portuguese and Italians, there was definitely a lot of uh, of that kind of Julian. And, uh, what are the characters' names? Julian and um, from Trailer Park Boys. Do you remember? Bubbles. Julian. Oh my God. No, Bubbles, Bubbles and. The two main guys. Anyway, there's a lot of that, you know, wearing, wearing collared shirts with track pants, walking around, rum and cokes, and like there's a there was a a bit of that uh, in, in in where I grew up, but um, I, I I couldn't relate to the whole trailer part angle and and, and that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, well, at Bathurst and Steels, where I grew up in Toronto, <laughs> after I came here from the Soviet Union, uh, we had a lot of the uh, Russian community walking around in track pants uh, with those brick cell phones in their hands. Yeah. So so were, there's that image. Were that they I also remember. carrying the rum and cokes in, in glasses everywhere they went? <laughs> <laughs> well, those, uh, you know, it is still a city, so those were a little risque, I think. <laughs> does, but, does, uh, does Bathurst and Steels count as Toronto still? Bathurst. It it does you know you know Steels is the uh, border line between Vaughn and Toronto and and because Vaughn is becomes like a dips 
it becomes part of the GTA, whereas uh, North York is part of Toronto. So right. that's so you get a skinny pass on that. I, I was on a Toronto side. So there you go. <laughs> so he's a Toronto snob. He's probably like right on the other side of Steeles. So, so looking across the road with, with his nose up at those uh, North Yorkers or those Vaughners or whatever. Yes, the, where the TTC would not dare cross. Yes. <laughs> Until now. I was now. just going to ask about the bus. <laughs> Until now, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we have ourselves a, an idea for a podcast. What do you guys think? It, it might work. It might work. All right. <laughs> it might work. We'll see. I mean, I'm excited to see the perspective here. I yeah. mean, get into it deeper. I, I, I'm honestly, Tandy, I'm excited to hear your, your side of this as uh, as you've been dragged along for this. Again, wink if there's trouble. Um, and uh, well, it's going to be fun. And Victor, I, I fully expect you're going to take us off topic from time to time. I, so it's I might have to. I might have to because I'm scared to death that I'm we're going to come here and you know you're going to ask for my perspective and I'm not going to understand the episode. So I'll I just mean, have to change you, the topic. <laughs> you said you, you said you're okay with a quarter hockey, but I mean, in some episodes it doesn't give that much hockey. So we'll see if you're still okay with it. Yeah, well, that's okay because we're gonna have real hockey uh, very soon, so I'm gonna get that. So, so it's it's all good. Let me ask you just quick before we st- uh, before we end it, Matt. Uh, what what does your significant other think of the show? Did she did you get her to watch? She actually no, she's a fan. Yeah, uh, she's absolutely a fan. I think she might actually be more of a fan than me. Really? Um, she's she pulls me to the TV more often than not when when we when it's time to watch. So we went through a little phase where we binge watch it, and she kept saying, "Let's watch Leonard County. Let's watch it." All right. Uh, All right. Maybe so, we got so to get her on. Yeah, we may have to bring her on at some point. <laughs> when, when the baby's in bed and, uh, yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You heard some city gals talking about paying to get... Oh, wrong, wrong button. Here we go. <laughs> so we're just going to, you know, get all the, the wrinkles out now. Okay, you got 54 more episodes to figure it out, Al. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By then, we'll have a perfect episode. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll begin episode recaps with season one. Episode one. Oh, wait. Wait, stop. What? Stop everything. Uh-oh. A pod, uh, podcastawards.com. Yes. Is it too early to ask people to go and vote? So early. So early, Victor. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. All right. Continue. <laughs> let's, let's get a few episodes <laughs> under our wing. Sense, right? Let's see if we even, you know, follow through with this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate your excitement, Victor. I mean, I yeah, really do. I really like your enthusiasm. And you know what? Uh, maybe we will submit. Or at least, you know, it'd be great is if we can get Toronto Mike to interview us. That, that'll be, I'll feel like uh, we've, we've succeeded if that happens. <laughs> I know a guy who has an in, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I start the closing theme now, Victor? Do I have your permission? All right, here we go. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll begin the episode recaps with season one, episode one. Ain't no reason to get excited. We also invite you to visit our website, theproducestandpod.com, for episode recaps, a list of our favorite episodes, and to email us. If you email us, we might even read your email on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to get some choring done. Good night. It's a long fade. Are you still recording? Yeah, hold on.